to the Arcturian Playground, a place to play in the realm of imagination, all done in the service of compassionate expansion of consciousness. Yes, it sounds weird, we know. We would not have it any other way. some time, I do believe, for you will be in direct contact, as you have known for quite some time. Uh, we are the Arcturian Collective Thingy, that is our official name, and we stick to it. We are here to play with you in the world of imagination, asking you to stretch your mind, to imagine things that you could not possibly imagine, for uh, you have no conscious memory or frame of reference for anything that is outside of your current lived experience. On this planet, in this speck of existence, um, we are. Did we go dark? <laughs> we did not mean to go dark. Uh, well, there is no darkness, there is only majesty. And uh, we are here to continue. Part two, as it were, of your Mormon origin exploration of the mind of this man in the chair that was formed by uh, the Mormon church very much in his youth and upbringing, uh, shaped many of the expectations of the world which he still carries. in order to uh, understand himself and to understand the information that he creates in this way, a type of performance of expression, uh, not quite a musical concert or a comedy album, uh, not quite a, a written lecture or a history lesson, uh, neither a, a sermon, uh, nevertheless a performance of uh, adopting a, a voice and a, a style and uh, imagining a perspective uh, beyond his own, uh, raising his desire to raise his conscious awareness further than it could actually go uh, but in so doing stretches and discovers things existing within himself being expressed that surprise even himself so this is 
an exploration, part two of the mind, Mormon-formed mind, and the question of Joseph Smith, the prophet, and the connection that he had. Yes, we will own it. <laughs> the connection that he had to the very uh, Arcturian energies, which you are now also experiencing a connection to and with. Uh, this should not be so strange for uh, as we have shared with you on many occasions each person is a unique channel through which flows the uh, intelligence of all that has gone before it and all that will come after it uh, the conscious flow of water through the channels uh, rivulets uh, that uh, very clunky metaphor that we are still working to refine with this one. Uh, nevertheless, each person is a unique channel and the uh, spirit, if you could use that word, that is being channeled through each person is in fact the same material, the, the same thing. Therefore, it should not be such a stretch to imagine that one person is connected to the same source of information as another person. This is uh, one thing that we wish to impress upon you. Uh, so the, the game that we shall play, uh, we shall ask uh, each of you to imagine play a game of what if only for the joy of playing it if this is not uh, your cup of tea then by all means find another place to focus your attention but for those of you who enjoy uh, the mental gymnastics of stretching and being uh, perhaps surprised even at your own reaction to what you hear, uh, let us play a game and uh, let us imagine that there was, uh, upon a time, a young boy who uh, developed within his body as part of a, a program that was put in place uh, as the body was uh, being imagined, the blueprint, the template for this particular vehicle was being imagined. This was a, some might call it flaw or a bug that was built into the system, uh, which was a, a, a type of bone deficiency in one leg, which uh, created uh, great pain and uh, required uh, an operation of uh, advanced intelligence. A, a, a doctor who had advanced uh, understanding of the human body for that period of time uh, performed a surgery on this young 
boy and we are speaking of the boy Joseph Smith and we are asking you to recall the story where he uh, had his leg operated the, the bone was cut in and bone marrow was removed he used no uh, uh, alcohol uh, the, the, the story is told as a way to reinforce the the Mormon word of wisdom which is absolutely ludicrous as this happened when the boy was 10 years old uh, long before such a word of wisdom was uh, supposedly revealed to him uh, one of the uh, times that he used the allure of his power to create something from his own mind rather than uh, a, a more deeper inspired source. At, at any rate, we, we may have the tendency as we, it, from our perspective, think of a system of, of water slides that you might uh, twist and turn around and that is the experience of finding yourself within the mind of a human uh, riding along the various neural connections as a way to impress upon the the, the channel uh, which direction to go which, which words to use which story to tell and the amount of information in this particular mind about the history of the Mormon church it, it is a, a briar patch it is a, a jumble and we will do our best to communicate through this mind but we ask for patience as there might be uh, twists and turns and diversions along the way through this bramble mess of habits and patterns developed over years of focusing on particular points of view. You all have them. Uh, and they all have their own unique flavor and taste. There is nothing uh, wrong or abnormal about any of this. The trouble that we have in attempting to channel as it were this performance that we are playing is to bypass the biases that were built into this mind or at least to use them in effective ways of communicating once again ideas that are truly beyond your ability to comprehend uh, let alone to speculate upon yet nevertheless here we are and uh, we would not have it any other way. Uh, returning to our story, this young boy, Joseph Smith, in this operation, uh, there was, as it were, tremendous trauma upon the, the brain, upon the mind of this young boy who underwent a, a bone marrow transplant surgery uh, that was quite painful especially with no uh, antiseptic uh, no pain killer and there was in that 
moment of trauma, a, a rift, as it were, a, a rip within the fabric of his mind, the, the, uh, the imprint of the pain created a disassociative state, uh, you might imagine it as such, which allowed him at later times to have an imagination and ability to self-reflect that is like a multi uh, a multi-blossom flower uh, compared to a square box uh, we hope that image would uh, make some sense to any of you we we simply mean to say that this experience in youth created a mind which would go on to create what he created which included uh, books of uh, scripture which were in fact channeled uh, information and there was uh, and still is wisdom to be found within the words uh, however as was the case earlier we described with uh, this man in this chair there is a bramble of bias and every channeled message comes out with uh, distinct distortions uh, it was no different for uh, the prophet joseph smith as such uh, he was an imaginative creator who was quite powerful in his ability to express his inner thoughts and uh, create structure and change as a result in the outer world. Uh, he had a tremendous ability to inspire and uh, a, a deep abiding love uh, that also was a, a deep desire to be loved, uh, which was in part uh, his undoing, although we want to be careful, we, we cannot in all honesty express any form of judgment or disapproval to the choices made by a, a human being influenced by both internal and external forces. The influence of such has uh, great transformative and creative power. And anything that is created ultimately is a, a beautiful creation in our eyes and from our perspective, which is, as, as we have uh, previously hinted at a, a perspective that is different from yours uh, a perspective in which pain is recognized and respected and compassion is felt towards those in pain but our perspective of pain that pain is uh, it is at such a distance that it is a challenge for us to express the appropriate amount of empathy which we do feel 
However, uh, this is once again taking us off track through the brambles. We wish to speak about the gift that Joseph gave to so many people, the way that he inspired them. The, uh, the, he was such a creative individual who created worlds of majesty within his own mind. He had cathedrals and labyrinths. Uh, he created worlds and characters and played out uh, scenarios that were quite fantastical. Uh, and he did so with such exuberance. It was contagious for those who were around him. He was quite beloved uh, by many and also hated by many. Uh, the many who viewed him with derision and jealousy, uh, they took no pleasure in his imagination or his insistence on pushing against the boundaries of the accepted norms of society. Part of this was his own boredom, which again was a symptom of the severe trauma upon the young mind which created uh, this flower this, this multi-chamber flower and, and this intense capacity to escape into imagined worlds this is very common among people who experience extreme pain uh, without the uh, numbing conditions brought about by anesthesia a human mind will escape into uh, imaginary realms uh, to uh, create neurological distance between their focus of attention and the pain that uh, surges through their body it is a way of pushing the conscious experience below the surface of uh, the conscious mind, pushing it into the unconscious uh, to uh, suppress that emotion and that energy. Uh, the creation of uh, fictions to escape in is uh, quite a, a common reaction to pain in many forms, in many degrees. And it was this pain that created such an imagination within the young Joseph Smith and he was driven by a strong desire for his mother's approval and affection and he was oftentimes considered or he considered himself to be uh, possibly the second favorite of her children um but he, he was, uh, as some would call him, a, a mama's boy. 
and he also he he had an affection for his father but also a strong disappointment in his father he he wished that his father were stronger uh, and he he also had a desire to please his father but he felt that he had to carry him uh, through much of his life and so he did it it was this uh, desire to please his mother that led him uh, to follow her own inquiries into various uh, religious teachings of the time uh, one way for joseph to get the attention that he craved from his mother uh, was to engage in conversation with her late uh, into the night they would stay up talking all hours uh, speculating upon the nature of existence and the various powers and spirits and intelligences that exist within the world uh, Joseph's mother was quite intuitive into the uh, spiritual realms and uh, was quite fascinated by what you would consider to be folk magic and uh, intrigue and mesmerism uh, they would have what would be considered if if a uh, mormon person today were to see some of the interactions of the smith family which the smith family considered to be more sacred uh, they would be very uncomfortable uh, for the smith family were quite eccentric in their commitment to the fringe aspects of um, uh, civilized what was considered to be civilized at the time uh, christian proper etiquette uh, they they were considered to be quite strange by many around them but what they were doing was creating a very strong family bond uh, by the use of uh, repetitive rituals that were uh, symbols richly imbued with meaning that made each one of them feel a strong connection to each other and to the world at large uh, through their focus on a uh, figure that they viewed as god and uh, supernatural angels and uh, other such intelligences uh, there were foxes and frogs and uh, all kinds of uh, animal familiar types and there was uh, channeling they they would uh, conduct séance and uh, attempt to speak to uh, deceased spirits and uh, at times there they would connect with various energies all of them were of their 
own creation. However, it is a creation that is a combination of a blending with other existent energies, uh, echoes that reverberate um, throughout the living pixelated fabric of uh, space-time. Uh, we cannot uh, explain in greater detail. It, it is too messy. Needless to say, uh, Joseph Smith was conditioned at a young age to seek approval, and he would use his imagination, his ability to conform the world around him through the own perceptive faculties of his mind. Uh, and he became very uh, skilled at imagining new uh, possibilities and uh, with his exuberance and enthusiasm he could convince others to believe in the fictions that he created and many times he had the best interests of all of his fellow uh, companions in mind as he used his power of imagination there were times, however, where he could be self-serving and uh, abuse his power of influence. This uh, particularly happened uh, with uh, the female uh, attention that he received in his life. However, he was quite shy and embarrassed at, uh, at first. And... It is a, a funny... Uh, it is funny to us that uh, there is such a, an uproar about the sexual proclivities of a uh, man of God, as it were. And once again, we find ourselves uh, getting lost in this brabble of a mind. We, we wish to uh, we wish to speak of the creation of the Book of Mormon which was a, not the first attempt that uh, Joseph made to channel information but it was uh, his first major and his largest uh, ever uh, channeled creation he would go on to channel other shorter uh, documents in spurts but the sustained attempt uh, that Joseph uh, made in channeling both the, the Book of Mormon uh, was a tremendous accomplishment and it was an, an accomplishment of imagination and uh, expresses a, a brilliance that is truly underappreciated uh, for the main focus uh, of the main focus on his work is either from a, a sense of blind devotion or a, a critical focus on anachronisms and fictions but this work of art uh, came from a mind at a time uh, 
when such a thing was rare, uh, such ability to create from memory, uh, to create within the mind and then express what is within uh, to form something without that would go on to have such a significant impact in the lives of so many people upon this planet is quite an amazing accomplishment from this man. It is quite underappreciated. And perhaps we are uh, a little self-serving as we do consider ourselves uh, largely behind the inspiration for many of uh, Joseph's creations. Uh, once again, we must wash our hands from the uh, exact form through which the channel emerged, uh, but we, we were in contact and we did support and love this man as we still do and we encourage each listener to find it in your heart to love all people including this man including all people <laughs> and we would ask you to ignore the form that this channeled work took and rather Ask yourself, what function did this work of fiction play in the lives of so many people? Why did it have the influence that it did? And the answer is that each, each person who found something convincing within the Book of Mormon felt that it gave them a connection to a living God who continued to provide uh, guidance and uh, living direction, living communication uh, with prophets upon the earth. What excited these people was the idea that there was in fact, a God uh, which they had been told as children and had uh, doubted and believed at varying degrees at different times of their life. But here there was a book and a story which, uh, which fed their desire for all things can be understood through the lens of confirmation bias. They had a confirmation, they had a pre-existing belief in God or desire to believe in God for various reasons. And when the Book of Mormon was presented to them and the story was told that uh, God is speaking again today as he did in the Bible of old, uh, there it's excited, it, it stirred within them the desire that many children have to grow up and be friends with their childhood heroes of uh, their stories. They, these early Mormons who were converted by reading the Book of Mormon 
saw comparison to themselves with the fictional characters that they read about in the pages of the Book of Mormon, but also that they had heard about in the Bible. For the Book of Mormon was presented as uh, a sequel of sorts to the Bible, as the rest of the story, so to speak, a continuation that uh, continued on to this very day. Uh, and this idea excited these people. Uh, and when Joseph saw the excitement that they had, he further encouraged them, for he understood his relationship to the intelligent energies which were providing inspiration to him and he knew that this intelligent energy was available to be channeled by all and he encouraged all people to connect with the living God this was the crowning achievement of the Book of Mormon it has nothing to do with the uh, story of Nephi and Lehi and uh, all of those uh, Lamanites and the dark skin and the white and the lights and Nephites and of course the, the remnants of the racist 18th century point of view are all throughout the book. You cannot separate the work of fiction from the author, from the channel through which the information flowed. But you also cannot deny the great power and impact that this book has had upon the world. It is a testament to each person's deep desire to connect to something larger than themselves. It also is a reflection of the great existential fear that many people experience as a result of having the wool pulled over your eyes, so to speak, to incarnate in a physical human body which is filtered in such a way that you uh, only are aware of a small fraction of who and what you are and from your perspective there is a beginning at birth and an end at death and what exists before or after is anyone's clue and there are so many who will tell stories of certainty that it is this and that is waiting for you and it is terror and it is all a big screen upon which is projected the inner workings of each human being and it is beautiful it is a beautiful panoramic experience for the entire uh, universe to experience in various ways from various perspectives which is what we can say about every corner of existence uh, this is what happens when you evolve along the path uh, your conscious ev evolution your awareness of yourself increasing uh, this is the path that you are on and this is why we are here to help you along the way by stretching your imagination asking you to consider these ideas not as uh, truth we do not wish to be confused with truth it is 
only true in the sense that this is one perspective that is from the mind of this one particular man in the chair and we are now boring ourselves so we will return at another time thank you for playing with us today in the Arcturian playground do not for a minute think that your exploration is finished carry us with you and invite the spirit of compassion and love into your lives nothing is more important or more fulfilling create compassion and love within your own hearts and minds then share it with all around you yes it sounds weird we know we would not have it any other way